So he threw you back out again, huh? And your knees, apparently? I was playing soccer with a bunch of young kids, and I took a hard dive on the ground. First so, of all, why are you playing soccer with the condition that you have? Well, originally I was supposed to be a goalie, and then someone well, jumped into the goal position. A, why can't you just be a spectator? I was spectating most of the day. You should have stayed as a spectator. Dude, your body is not for that. Not yet. Uh, yeah, that's true. You just got over a cold? Yep. Just got over a stomach infection. Let me ask you this now. Uh, how old are you? Pushing 40. You're not a spring chicken. You're not in the 20s. You're not in your 30s. You're not in your teens. This is true. Bro, why keep doing this stuff? Like, oh, we had this talk and stuff of what you need to do. Yeah, I want you to be physical, but not like that. Not off the gate, full blast running. First of all, I wasn't full blast running. I was laying. Most of the other people do the, the other things, and except for when the kids ran up to me. I'm like, okay, I'll do a little something. And then one kid decides to do a little juke maneuver with his, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, trick footwork. I don't know what it's called, flair. They has skill in the, on the soccer field. Yeah, I'm the only one that doesn't play soccer. And uh, <laughs> you used to when you were a kid. That, that was like, what, elementary? Before that. That does not count. <laughs> so, like, I thought my legs were longer. They were not. And I fell over and I did, uh, from what the coach told me, he's like, you did a flip and it's like, you did a tuck and tumble all over the ground and came back uh, up. So right. I didn't feel nothing until the adrenaline wore off. And then by the time I got home, everything started to hurt. Hey, I got an A for effort for trying to be physical. So <laughs> yeah, but you got F for execution. Hurt. Yeah. Execution. Talking about executions, um, <laughs> bad segue, bad segue, because we just lost one of our heroes, February 1st, Carl Weathers passed away in his sleep. He was 76 years old, 76 years young, actually not old, because this man was getting a resurgence in his work in The Mandalorian. He directed a couple episodes as well as starring all three seasons, his career, acting career. He had like three, four resurgences. First one was with Sylvester Sloan and Rocky. Mm -hmm. That's Apollo Creed. Then he got another resurgence as Dylan and, and Predator, and then as Action Jackson, where he got you know being a, a leading man. Then he got another resurgence doing comedy with Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore. And then here his fourth resurgence in The Mandalorian. Now. I don't know what he'd done for the last season coming up for The Mandalorian. He will be missed. Well, we're going to have to do one of his films. Yes. But yes, uh, I always did enjoy him as an actor in like most of the performances I've ever seen him do. Um, all the ones you mentioned, of course. And he's a very ta he was a very talented guy. Oh, multi-talented. I mean, you know, like I said, he besides acting, he directed. And before he got into film and acting he was a football player he was a professional football player oh i didn't know Short that season yeah he only played one year oh okay he only played one year for john madden's oakland raiders yes he starred with sylvester salone and rocky one two three and four with that connection we're going to review nighthawks starring sylvester salone rest in power call weathers Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm Don. Where we give you a review at least once a week. 
spoiler alert, Nighthawks came out in 1981. It was right before Rocky III because he was very, you can see in here, he was a, a lot leaner, not as smaller than he was before in a sense of Rocky I and Rocky II. And he had a beard here, which is like very rare that we see him in a beard. He, yeah, we saw him in Rambo in the flashback scenes with a beard. Did he have another movie? He had a, oh, in um, Rocky IV, he had a, he had a beard for short time when he was trading in the, in the mountains. Mm -hmm. uh, this is directed by two people, Bruce Melmoth and Gary Nelson. Writers are David Shaber, Paul Silbert, as I mentioned before, starring Sylvester Stallone, Billy D. Williams, Rucker Hauer, and Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman. For me, this was a great movie growing up because on the screen, it was not Sylvester Stallone. It wasn't Billy D. Williams. It wasn't Lindsay Wagner. It was Rocky. It was Lando Calrissian. It was the bionic woman. When you were young, when we were watching stuff, we don't really know the, who the real actors are. We just know the characters they play. True, true. When we saw Flash Gordon, I don't know who the real guy's name is. Superman, Clark Kent. I didn't know his name was Christopher Reeve because all I knew was there. Like Those movies at that young age, that's how we saw it. We didn't know the, the story behind the mask. Or the person behind the mask, if you will. It's like kids watching um, Iron Man and then watching a Robert Downey Jr. Uh, film for the first time. Like after that, you're always going to see Correct. Tony Stark. Exactly. Also, we have here Joe Spinell. Yeah, I was Latuna uh, Manofo. He was also in the Rocky films. He was especially in Rocky One and Rocky Two, I believe. Like one of the promoters. Mm, mm, okay. One of promoter? No, was it a promoter or one of the? Lone Sharks that he had. But anyway, he was in the Rocky films as well. You never saw it before, correct? Nope. Until I mentioned it. We we talked about it in, what was it, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, I think we talked about it. Sounds about right. On Rotten Tomatoes now, 71% by the critics and 55% by the audience. Now, the critics we have here is like 24 reviews, over 5,000 for the audience. Normally, we complain that certain movies are too long, like 20 minutes too long. In my opinion, this movie could have been 20 minutes longer. I can see that. It did feel rushed at certain times. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't, like you say that for the first time, I haven't seen it since the 80s when it was like just HBO, Cinemax, and Prism. For those from the New Jersey, New York, tri-state area, that's what we had. I remember a lot of good things, but I don't remember like, wow, this is like really quick in the sense of like how Wolfgard and Deke, they were like a, a butt heads. Like they, were, they were like two sides of the same coin, but it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like, I, like I, I wish they had more time in the sense of just escaping his grasp. He's hurting more people, Wolfgard that is. Mm. Um, things of that nature. They spent too much, in my opinion, in that in the precinct going over Wolfgard's tactics and all that stuff by the um, I guess the MI6 the guy who came down the uh, the MI6 uh, so it basically the part where Stallone's like so you want us to catch this guy but you're just going to keep us here until you know you feel like we're ready to catch him when we could be out on the street catching him correct like wasting time right he, he literally wasting time said exactly what you <laughs> No, exactly. But what I'm saying is like, it just seems so long, all the explanation about this character. In a sense, this is what he does. He's a terrorist who's also a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Also for D, because like anti-terrorist group is what they're training him for. And right. Shaka is part of the terrorist group. What makes Wolfgar the man for hire is that he's kind of on the outs with the terrorist organization because the, the, 
his identity is more known. So he doesn't want him. Um, and that's the, he's trying to re- redeem that or get himself back into the organization. Uh, if I remember correctly, because he, he keeps going back to Shaka and Shaka's like, the leader doesn't like this and yada, yada, yada. I mean, Wolfgar has a belief. He believes he, what he's doing is right. He doesn't consider no, himself sure, a hero, but he, he, he's well, no, he does like a zealot. I, I think he does see himself as a hero. No, well, no. Here's, the thing, here's a quote from him from the, you know, the thing, I represent the oppressed, the powerless of the world. I am their voice. I am their liberator. That's kind of like a hero in a way. I, I, well, I perceive him more as a zealot than a hero. Like, because like he doesn't like what he does, but he does it. Is oh, what he he's likes killing. He likes he, killing women. Oh, he like it, it's, it's easy for him. It's his MO for his cover. Like he hi, he gets close to women to uh, find a place to stay and get who are close ties to what his next target is. From what he describes, this is quoting from his film. From the film, well, what he describes is not a, what he likes. Is is what works. I am an international terrorist wanted by the police in half of the countries in Europe, and I am currently laying low for the moment. Mm-hmm. Grant, there's there's short. It's not really the whole thing because he said he tells the girl, Pam, the one he kills in New York, that. I am, I, you know, I also kill women. And he had a quote. What was this quote that he said? He said it to her and he said it to the guy as well. Yeah, you're going to a better world. This is weird. Like, I've seen it so many times and I can't remember, like, simple quotes like that. I mean, for me, Rucker Harrow was awesome as a villain here. He plays a, I think he uh, he plays a he good villain in a lot of roles. Oh, yes. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was also a great hero. Lady True. Hawk and the, the Blind Swordsman movie he Blind did. Fury. Other- he also was a villain in The Hitcher. He was also in Batman trilogy with uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy film. Uh, business vil- a business villain. A businessman villain. Business villain. Either way. Like I said before, I, I wish they didn't take that long giving explanations of Wolfgard in the sense of, of what he does and how he does it in a way, in a sense like, yes, like Deke one is like, let's go out there. We're wasting time here. I think what you're trying to get is like some parts are rushed, some parts are, took longer than they should have. The whole it, training started. explanation is too long. Um, yes. The parts, like for me, the parts that were rushed were Deke and Fox, uh, their introduction. It, it was cool, but like, you don't get much about them until later on. It's like it just felt rushed in that area with Deacon Fox and you know, like jumping from them uh, playing undercover to catch some muggers and uh, guys on the street to now Wolfgar in the UK. It didn't mesh at first for me. I'm like, why we're we in the UK now? They're like, this is New York. They kind of had to bridge the gap. And they did that, and you see it, but came later he came later and, and then how email, fast they found him well we don't know how fast it just seemed fast yeah. we don't know how many times he was on they're on the road but yes it does seem fast considering how long they're in that precinct going over the files and and his mo and all that crap and that and he's like just erased the beard well not just that he erased the beard he took off the glasses and I think he adjusted the nose. He did. And he just like, that's kind of quick. And then he sees her, you know, he finds her really quick. I mean, here's the thing. Like, you don't get it in a sense, or not you, but like when you're watching it, it's, 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 again, it's so fast. Like Fox and Deke, they're great at what they do. True. They're undercover cops where you have Deke that he'll put himself in danger. And then Fox is the backup. I think the ending was kind of weak. And great at the same time. It leads back to the beginning of the film. Correct. And I thought that's my favorite part. Is my favorite. I wish Kim saw it because I don't think Kim saw it or she hasn't seen it since she since it first came out. 
And, but she was so tired that she went to bed. And I wish she saw that, that reveal in a sense. Yes, it goes back to where we first meet Sylvester Stallone in disguise as a woman trying to get perps to attack. And you have him here doing the same thing. And it was great. Good back then. It was still good how they did it here. What I don't like is how it was done in a sense like he shoots Rutger or Wolfgar. Blood is squattered all over the place. Like, how is that possible? And I think he shoots him, what, three times? And it seems like four I know it was like twice. Way. Was just twice? It was twice. Like the one in which was a shoulder, which was a big, big explosion. The second time, but then it looked like he got shot with a shotgun. It was just like I was. Right. I was like uh, watching, going, "What did? Did we miss a? Did they cut down the scene? Was there supposed to be more shots? They probably did cut down the scene. But the thing is, he travels back so far through the hallway, and that hallway is long from the door to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's a long-ass hallway. And then he breaks through backwards, through the door that easily. And it's like kind of reinforced in a way that the, the door goes in the house when you open it. But he goes back and the door is just open back. And then he falls on the steps and holds himself on the rail, if you notice that. He, he's yeah. not stuck. He's like he just holds himself dead on the rail. Yeah, he catches and then, himself. Yeah, but he's dead. You don't, you know, when he, you can't catch, when you're dead, he can't hold on. No, I get that. Just right? seeing the, in the, and the, the stuntman get caught up himself. Deke shows up right there on the steps, and then it cuts. I was like, that's that's it. I don't but remember anything. The, like that. Remember, um, uh, like that was a whole thing about the whole training, and they kept drilling it. And when you get the shot, take it. When you get the shot, take oh, it. Oh no, no, he understand that, and Deke understood that too. But the thing is, his big thing was not to put innocent people in danger. That was his big yeah. thing. There was no innocent pe- person in danger on that time. He didn't have it, his ex wife held hostage. Oh, another thing, the girl, uh, Wolfgard's partner, the female, Shaka. Shaka. Excuse me, thank you. Yes, you said that earlier. That she had all this intel on all the characters, on the cops and all that stuff, handwritten in the time frame of Deke and the police force learning the anti-terrorist tactics. Mm-hmm. That's kind of convenient. Back in the day where there's like very use, a uh, little bit use of computers, everything's on paper. How are we going to get those files shipped to the uh, the place or what have you? They say like, oh, their network is so much better than ours. The thing is that they're in the US, they're not in Britain. They're not in London. Yeah. This is what the the MI6 guy was saying. It's like, their network's better than yours. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, it was just like, there are like a lot of food paws. Like, like I had to say, like movies today, they do better, even though they're a lot longer on the average than back then. They do a, a lot better on explaining stuff or how things come to be. Like I said, we talked about it. It did feel rushed at times. Yeah. It's a fine line. It, yeah, I mean, it's still entertaining. I still had, you know, the, the performances by all the actors are great. Mm-hmm. Rucker Howard, he's a scene stealer. So, uh, Sly Stallone was a scene stealer here. Even Billy Dee Williams, even though his, his time here was very short, and it says, you know, his supporting role, it was done very well. Now, I mentioned my favorite moment was at the end. What about you? With the helicopter. The, uh, what do you call oh, that? Oh, the hostage? The, tro- the hostage scene with the trolley. Right. Um, you know, what, me and Kim, were, sorry, before you go on there, me and Kim, we rode that. It still rides today oh, to wow. Roosevelt Island. Yeah, yeah. So we did it one time. We did it during the day, which was really cool. And we did it at night, which is kind of cool. You can't really see anything because it's so dark. 
but then you see the, the New York lights in the you know Midtown, all this stuff was kind of cool. But anyway, go ahead. You're saying yes. The reason I like it is because a it's like one of those scenes that it captures the fact that they know everybody, they planned everything out. Um, mm-hmm. Very convenient though. But uh, the the baby. The fact that there was a baby on there, even though he's like, I'm not, it's like, I don't want the wrong image that I will hurt a baby. He seemed like a character that would hurt children. As a matter of fact, in he the did. explosion, he, he did. did. He did. Yes. And op- his opening scene, he yeah. threw, put the bomb in. It was in a, like a shopping center mall, if you will. Exactly. And that's why I say he's a zealot. He, like, he believes in his cause more than like others do. But that's the thing. Like, even though the interactions between him and Stallone are like of the sense that he's, oh, I have a higher cause and whatnot. He, he even tells him, he's like, I'm giving you my manifesto. Whatever may happen, you may drop that baby. Don't drop that manifesto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So uh, there's always that underlying danger that you're feeling. Because he, he killed the, that wasn't the mother he killed. He killed uh, the No, he the killed wife. like the the, the, the French consulate wife. Something like yeah. That. yeah. When they dropped her out, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't her real body, but still, just to see like Avoir yeah. dumped her in the dumped her in the river. I was like, damn, it's cold. So that was a really good scene uh, overall, just mm-hmm. for the tension of mm-hmm. it. And I wish there was more of that. That's why yeah. I feel that the movie could have been longer because it could have been other times where say like they have a conversation over the phone where it's like you and I are the same, blah, 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 or getting to know each other in that aspect where, like, say, like, Wolfgar says, I know about you, blah, 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 and then Deke can say, I know about you in a sense of his history and things of that nature. It would have yeah. been better if the tension between the two was more intense. Now, granted, in the real life, it's not like that. It's like you just go for the, you try to stop the crime as fast as, as possible. Mm-hmm. But just for cinematic reasons, or cinematic purposes, I just like a little more tension between the two characters. Uh, I would also say I kind of like the scene where the MI6 agent is coming up the escalator and she and he sees Shaka. Yeah. For a second, like, oh, I thought he was like, going. Oh kick. shit! Yeah, I thought he was going to say that, and then he goes Shaka, <laughs> and she shoots him. That cracked me yeah. up for because I I thought he was going to be like shit. <laughs> but I think he said that because it was on the. He, of course, he said on the walkie-talkie just to let him know like who did it. Yeah. The scene where she gets taken down and they're going onto the bus. I was thinking about that just I, now. Right. But did you see Dog Day Afternoon starring Al Pacino? Uh, no, actually. And Dog Day Afternoon is based on a real event mm-hmm. that Al Pacino's character and another character, they went to rob us a bank. And they had these people hostages. And, you know, it, 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 it didn't go as planned. Yeah. So they get a, a bus to escape right just so like how it's here like al pacino's is gay mm-hmm. they bring that up and but the other guy is not on the news thing is telling like they're saying like they're both gay or something like that or implying that they're both gay and the guy is getting like upset that they think he's gay mm-hmm. i think I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to remember you know trying to recall this by memory they are going onto the bus and that guy they slip and he gets shot in the head just like Shaka got shot in the head when Sylvester hit that button when to that, play the tape uh, recorder British, of uh, tape uh, recorder of the of the lieutenant, whatever that yeah. my six guy. Where he's basically just insulting Shaka, right? And she, you know, she exposed herself because they're using the people as as human shields. Yep. Yeah. They get hit, and then she exposed herself, tried to take Deke down, and then Fox 
shoots her in the head. So it was like a, almost like a play-by-play of what happened in Dog Day Afternoon. True. Very similar. And Very similar. Uh, which is, I guess it was a play on the fact that she's supposed to have like no compulsion against her personality. Like she doesn't like insults or something like that. It, like she's very compulsive. Right. Very reactive. Which it's kind of funny because like most of the movie, she's very calm, collected. Right. And it, like even but like a hostage situation. Right. Yeah, I, but I guess this was out of her comfort zone and what Probably. was happening here because she was like the kind of person that that worked in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. But again, that's what we missed really in a sense because all those talking. Sometimes you get all that talking, you you get distracted, you get bored, you get lost in all that this description. We prefer the cliff notes. Had, well, no, just give me a little. I would like to see that explained through action. Mm-hmm. Let me see her do that stuff because again, like you said, she could have killed all those guys on that ferry thing, yeah. on that rail, on that that rail thing, right? And she didn't. She just stood there hanging guard, holding you know the, the hostages at bay while Wolfgard handled his business. Yeah, and even Wolfgard says like, "Don't let my uh, my companion's uh, female persuasion." Confuse you. She has no if, ands, or buts about eliminating man, woman. Right. Well, she was kind of like the female version of him in a way. Very much so. Do you have a full paw? I mean, we've talked about some of the other stuff, like the sh- and the the shots and the the falling out of your favorite scene. Um, mm-hmm. The runtime is the biggest thing, and I'm gonna be okay with it. I mean. Billy D. Williams as Fox. Oh, you know, that was the one thing, like, when he lost his cool with the gangsters. I get it, looking back on it now, but at the time when I was first watching it, is he supposed to be on edge at all times? Is this just a one-time thing? Because afterwards, he stayed, for the most part, more collected than he did with those gangsters that he was arresting. The drug dealers. Right, the drug dealers. I think he just lost his cool because yeah but this is one of those things like this is where the movie could have been longer to like give some background to more of the characters or something like that like well yeah like he well he's he's this was like really at the beginning yeah like i said he's black the drug dealers are black he could be pissed that his own people are doing this like this is the the lifestyle they chose Mm -hmm. where you know they're involving kids involving kids right exactly and so he may have just done that and plus you're going in already like high strung not knowing what's behind that door mm-hmm. you know so it could be could be a multiple factors why he lost his cool so easily and but unfortunately we don't know yeah but for me a full paw in a sense of it's about fox billy d williams that he's running they're both running chasing wolfgar mm-hmm. and he's running so close to the rails which you should never do especially if you don't know where the, the suspect is and he gets easily cut. Yeah, right across the jaw. A small knife. It's not like a, a dagger in the sense of long, like like 12 inches. It's so small that his shoulder to his neck or jawline is even longer than the knife was. Yeah. So I just find it I was like, why would you do that? I mean, it was a great, I still find it a great scene. And I'm surprised he didn't do that. And instead of doing that, why didn't he just stab him in the stomach? Good you know answer that. Like, well, uh, let's put it this way: Rucker Howard's character didn't seem much like a fighter as much as he—he he was a killer, of course, but he wasn't much of a fighter. Like he—you didn't see him do like hand-to-hand stuff. You saw him no, like but he was I a planner that. to kill. No, I know, but but he was behind—he was standing behind that column, right? Yeah, he could have stepped out with his, you know, and just faced him, and with his hand by his side, easily stabbed right into the gut. Oh yeah. Thoughts. 
not 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 in the sense of like one-on-one fighting okay it's you and me buddy no he just pops out and just stabs him to the gut honestly uh, in i mean that's what i, I thought in, in i thought box life. was supposed to die at that scene that's what i'm saying yeah because that's what i'm saying what, again, what more did he bring to the table afterwards? Well, he took out Shaka. But that could have been anybody, really. Let's be honest. True. You're right about that. But that was like his partner. But yeah, see, that's why it would have been better if he died because of the connection to Deke. And that would have made a pers- deeper connection to uh, Deke and Wolfgar. Yes, more personal. Exactly. Exactly. That's my problem with that scene yeah great he's i'm okay fine he lived but if you're trying to escape someone and you hit him in a severe area you know stab in the stomach is very deadly even if if fox didn't die he would have been hospitalized for a while correct because all you had to do was get stitches because that that i mean granted there's muscle tear and skin tear of course from the knife but it wasn't Scary, but what it wasn't it wasn't life threatening. True, right? but it also I mean, like, would have made more sense for Wolfgard to be obsessive with Deke over Fox if Fox was out of the picture. Like he was like, "I want that bastard," and he was like, "Who do you mean?" Right, and it's Deke. He's just like, "Why?" Because you identified him. It was the two of you. You were both there. He had no interaction no, between the two of you other than that. Well, I guess it's because like Deke figured him out at the club. And they had that moment where there's locked eyes. Yeah, but that's it. Right. I mean, like he just obsessed with it. No, exactly. That. Yeah, it's just some kind of homoerotic connection with Wolfgard and Deke. I guess I don't know because that's what it seemed like in the way you 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 you're the one that figured me out. No one has figured me out. You're the one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make that personal. Yeah, and but that I'm not gonna take it back out. to the trolley. He goes like, "You and I are the same." He's like, "You just don't realize it yet." Like he thinks he's Joker from Batman. Exactly. Yes, but not crazy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't trying to break Deke. He was trying to, I guess, destroy him in a way because he went after his ex-wife. Yeah, had Deke insult and, the police. Huh? Had 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 Deke tell him like the police are cowards, and Deke's right. like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> he's, he's like, "Say it." Here's another food paw. I don't know where the deli is, but how freaking fast did Deke get to his ex-wife's house? Granted. Wolfgar was on foot himself. Still maybe soaking he wet. Was, exactly. Still soaking wet. How long did it take him to get there in the sense of where Deke was? And then New York traffic, unless the deli was across the street, then then okay. But I, mean, I just find that little- Looking back on I it- still, like, I, still love that, I still love that scene though. I, well, I know you do. I bet looking at the efficiency of that scene is just not that great. Like really, if he had enough time to get himself there, he's leading a crew of people. They could have at least spanned like one or two other officers to go there. Yeah, and but I, he like, just ran. But he just ran when he could when the when the phone was being answered, he just took off, didn't tell anybody. Are you telling I me he, he got a taxi? But I'm saying he, we don't know how he got there. But that's the that's the beauty of that that scene, because we don't know that we think he's too late. Oh, fair enough. Right? But I'm just saying, like, where was he? How far was he from the ex-wife? I do love that scene in a sense where how he how Wolfgar broke in, you know, was able to just gently dislock the disengage the lock, the chain lock. That was kind of cool, you know. Which is like shows you how weak that lock is, and then how he went around the way to take off the phone just in case it rings. Because I know those phones, when that phone is off the hook, it can't call anyone. Yeah, no other phone. The house phones don't 
don't work then. If someone calls you, there's a busy signal. But I mean, I just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a great scene. It's like so unexpected. But just his death in the sense of going through that hallway, it was just like, that doesn't make sense. And I think you're right. I think there was more shots that they just edited out, which I think they should have done it, kept it true in the sense like it was four shots, have it four shots. If that's the case, or if he emptied the chamber. Yeah. Again, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 71% by the critics and 55% by the audience. Where do you see it at? Solid 70%. Yeah, yeah 70%. I don't see it higher in the sense of how overall film is not as strong as I remembered. Mm-hmm. Wolfgar is a great villain. Deke is a great hero in, in this aspect. He's going through his things, okay? He wants to be back with his ex-wife. Yeah. He's going through his dilemma, his personal thing, which I I liked. I, I did like that. I, I, You know, we see a little bit of their history of each character, of the two main characters. The poster for this, well, there's several, but the most recent ones, is, it reminds me of, or maybe inspired Face Off, because Face Off is very similar. Yeah. With John Travolta and Nicolas Cage with the two split faces. For the style. So is this, yes. Is this worth the watch in your opinion? Were you happy to see this? Seeing that I've never saw it, the age of it, I was questioning it, but it was actually a pleasant experience considering. So yeah, I was happy to see it. Thing for me, I'll, I think it's still worth the watch. Yes. Are there some mistakes? Is there some continuity or pace issues? Yes. Does this Could this movie have been longer? Yes. Give I can see this being a show, I mean. like a series. Because when you think about it, like the way that it's done, it's actually like you can get a lot of story out of the main characters themselves. And then Mm -hmm. introducing Wolfgar and Shaka, those two characters alone, that's easily one to maybe three seasons worth of content. You can pull milk out of that. I agree with that. And they're doing that now also with Mr. and Mrs. Smith currently streaming on Amazon Prime. They, They did a movie with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Pretty much the same idea. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. So it's kind of like the same concept, you know, husband and wife, spies, and they go to a therapist or like that. The movie version, they don't know they're spies. I don't know how there is in the show. But we can watch that and review that maybe another time. This movie is definitely worth the watch. I give it a, a solid 70. Billy D, Sylvester, Rucker are scene stealers in every scene, I believe. And I just find it funny real quick, though, his scarring, his uh, bandage, every time we see him, gets less and less and less. Maybe to show a, there's a time period happening with each one. That makes sense. Because first he has like, yeah, he has a first, he has a big ass one. Then it's like a little smaller. And then it's just like the stickers, whatever you call the the, the tape. Yeah. So, so maybe that's the time from like day five or day 20. That kind of Three situation. weeks later. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. That is our throwback review of Nighthawks. Have you seen it? Also, if you have a movie or series you'd like us to review, please let us know in the description below. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. Madan. Love you, bro. Love you too.